How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Very good. <laughs> you hear a male voice that is not either of Jody, Jody or Kiki. So. It is the one and only Reed Jackson. Woo! So welcome yeah. to our first yeah. guest. So much to talk about podcasts. We're excited that you're here. I feel excited and honored. Yeah. He usually Appreciate is y'all. outside our uh, studio. Uh, Corralling the kids. <laughs> or trying kids to. Trying to. But Keyword. we were like, you know, maybe maybe you should come on the pod today. Yeah. Kids are in bed. We are going to pot it up. Pot it up. I feel like y'all will regret it, but. No. This is going to be the best one yet. <laughs> we, we should tell. We should tell. Jo- Reed and I should tell the people what Jody did today for the first time. Oh. Leg day. Yeah. So. Our Wednesday leg day. I did do leg day. Wednesday leg day. And we invited Jody today for the first time. I was very honored that I was, I got the invite and I could go with these two on leg day. I felt like I was a part of the club, you know? Yeah. We gave her like a little voucher and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Now I was actually shocked because the one to my left, Reed, is always the complainer when it comes to legs. But today, it was all her. I'm I for the was teardrop. the complainer. I will say he has made the biggest shift in our yeah. life. Like we, I used to have to drag him, and he's like, "Well, what, what are we doing?" And now he's like, he kind of he led, led the pack he today. Led the pack, and he's like, "I yeah. was shocked." Right. I was feeling. It. I was yeah. vibing. Yeah, I was vibing. So I'm like, I'm pretty proud of you. Just yeah. to say, I think you've embraced like had a little Drake pregame. Felt really good. Oh, I was amped up. What 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 song? Um, like one song particularly? No, just his playlist oh. on Apple Play. What'd you listen to? Uh, it's got a whole bunch of stuff. Like, what was your favorite? Like, what's one of your favorite Drake songs? Uh oh, don't put me on the spot like this. Oh, you never know. Start naming some. We always listen to him at forty-five. He doesn't know names. No, Jumpman. That's your favorite. Jumpman, yes. love good Jumpman. That was not on there today. Okay. Hmm. Mm. You don't know us. You can't think of a single Drake song. Not when I'm on the, not when I'm on the clock like this. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. like Nonstop is a good one. Drake, like, or in the middle. Or uh, uh, everything. Okay. It's just good. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do know what songs you like. Yeah. Like I'm the trainer that sees specific people in the class, and like they will yeah. appreciate if I play this. Song. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Great. I have a question for the two of you. Okay. We'll start with Jody, and then we'll go. No, we'll start with our guest. What is your least favorite day of the week? Oh, and why? That's good. Uh, Tuesday. <gasps> Tuesday, that's for my, sure. That's my least Yeah, Monday's always nice because you get to get back in the routine. Wednesday's fine because it's like the middle of the week. That's worth celebrating in and of itself. Right. Thursday is the weekend. Exactly. Friday's the weekend. Saturday's the weekend. Sunday's the weekend. So... Tuesday. I mean, that really leaves you to Monday and Tuesday. But Monday, I get excited because I'm like, okay, time to get back into the swing. Tuesday is just like, what are we doing? Right. This is ridiculous. That's this is ex- garbage. That's exactly what I yeah. Reed and I honestly have a lot of the same. They vibe. We really I swear. Do. They're probably yeah. better friends than Kiki and I Sometimes. are. It depends Tuesdays. on what we're talking about. Right. Wait, okay, so what's your least favorite day? Monday. <laughs> I am not trying to get back into facts. no yeah. routine. That is... Yeah. Like, you talk about grouchy. Her from about Sunday at about 7 p.m. when she realizes the weekend is over. till like, get... 10 p.m. T- Tuesday. Or yeah. 10 a.m. Tuesday. Yeah, it's just like, She's like what oh. is life? I am not about it. 
Right. Yeah. I do not like going to work on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and that's the thing. I agree. Tuesday's the worst day of the week. Monday obviously is the like no one wants to go back. Tuesday, I feel like you're the busiest. Have you noticed that? Tuesday's the busiest day of the week. Tuesday, yeah, I would say that's You always have the most meetings cuz you're like we still got three more days yeah. left. Wednesday that is, facts. is over the hill. Thursday is basically Friday. Friday, you don't do anything. Yeah. Monday, you're too tired from the weekend, so they schedule everything on Tuesdays. But that you is also, so true. Also on Mondays, Ugh. you are still coming off the high of the weekend. Of the weekend, so you're still Tuesday. Rested. It's too far in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, like it's too, exactly. It's <laughs> too far in the past. Yeah. And there's still a lot of week left to go. Yeah. Yeah. And your Wednesdays either go by slow or fast, but either way, you're like Monday and Tuesday are already done. Tuesdays are yeah. depressing. Yeah. You exactly. gotta fight through. Yeah, you. It's yes. This yeah. Tuesday though, for me, like it was the day of all meetings. Like right, that's my everybody point. scheduled meetings, yeah. but I actually had something to look forward to after work. Okay. Um, which I got asked to lead worship for college night at Harris Creek, so. I was kind of looking forward to that. So if you have something that, like, after work that you're oh, like, oh, sure. I want to get to that, for sure. it makes it more bearable. Yeah. But I don't know. If I could have two days, it would be Monday and Tuesday. Right. Because Wednesday, I'm like, yeah. okay, I can do this. Yeah, Thursday is basically Friday. Yeah, I got to warm up to Wednesday. No, Thursday is Friday. Yeah, exactly. I'm you're, out. Yeah, I'm you're mentally checked I'm out good. by Thursday. Friday, you're not yeah. there. I find yeah. myself in another funk on Friday, though, because then I'm like... I should not be going to work today. Right. I have done four days of work. Right. I should not be going. But then you can I, would hate, I would hate being in sales because you got to sell every day to make money. Oh, uh, that, that is just true. Be fun. No. Campus like, Rex. Yeah. Thursday's Friday. Right. Friday's Friday. So like. Friday is Friday. Let's. I true. mean. Yeah. Okay. So transitioning into that, what do you do? What is your job? Yeah, well, I will say this is the topic of our podcast too work. because yeah. we're talking about work and what we love about our jobs and what we dislike about our jobs and is there we'll such some thing Jesus somewhere in there. Yeah, is there such thing as, you know, your dream job or what do you feel like God has called you to do? So yeah, tell the people what you do for a living. I run the intramural and club sports program at Baylor, oh. uh, which is a ton of fun. So, you know, obviously the main part of that is scheduling 200 plus teams for all those leagues, but really uh, training officials because you can't play any of the games without officials. It's true. Um, so that's what I do. And what were the follow-up questions today? Uh, you do more than that. What else? There's another thing that you do. That's pretty, pretty cool, cool and pretty important. Oh, officiate? Yes. Okay, yeah, and then I am, yes. He always does this. He, like, never tells people about that. Well, and I I'm thought like, we were talking about hobby and stuff me. like that. Well, we'll get into all of that. Okay, so. yeah, and then I'm a college football official. A D1 college football. Division of, one, yes. Yeah. So, you have, like, worked your way up into the ranks yeah. of... College football officiating, and it's only going up, you know? This is true. The trajectory is up. It's been, yeah, thankfully, coming from D2, D3, which, whew, (laughs) don't recommend. Um, But you have to (laughs) to keep working up and then, yeah, into Division One, and now newly into the Mountain West Conference and Conference USA. Ooh. So this is where it starts to get real fun. Well, We start to see a little more of the bucks, too, a little more green. Never hurt anybody. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, 
ahead. I would like to ask you a question that is like before you were, you know, all of these things. Father, official, yeah. husband. Let's hear about some of your first jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how many times, how many times you got fired from these first jobs? Yeah, I've been fired a lot. Um, <laughs> Believe it or not, I've been fired one time. Have you ever been fired? No. Oh, it's the worst feeling on the planet. It's great. Are story. you kidding me? It's this, great. This is the second time she's told the story to me. Oh, so, Lord. Yes, tell us about your experience. Yeah, my first job was my least favorite job. Uh, how old? 16. Okay. Right when I turned 16, uh, dad said, bro, you got to go get a job, which was fine. Um, and so it was at Alamo Cafe in oh. San Antonio. Yeah. Every time we pass it, he has to tell I, me that yeah, we the worked there. <laughs> yeah, I worked there. I was a bus boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember it. I showed up to the interview, uh, like I didn't know anything about interviews and my parents didn't tell me anything. And so I show up in this Budweiser trucker hat backwards. Oh. Yeah jeans with some holes in them and then like some <laughs> some football shirt like we're gonna win state in 2006 and it had all of our names on there oh and the guy just looked at me and was like all right when can you start no like, did you even interview yeah i did yeah he asked me so i don't even remember Score! yeah i don't remember what they were and um so yeah i was a bus boy not even a waiter i was a so bus this was boy. like a restaurant yeah it was a okay. restaurant restaurant okay okay yeah um, got fired from that. What for? <laughs> Honestly, uh, Jody, <laughs> Jody thinks it's one thing, but, uh, I got fired because I just straight up stopped showing up. <laughs> well, that'll do it. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, going to the river with my friend sounds a lot better. So I went to the river and just never called, never showed up. And eventually I answered the manager's phone call. He said, you're fired. <laughs> you're like, I wasn't coming in. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, that was just, uh, you know, 16. being a bus boy. Yeah. 16, all that money just right in front of your face. Like when they'd leave tens or fives on the table. Oh, it was just. Did you steal it? He did. I did. He really? stole tips. I did. I have repented since. I've repented okay, that. Okay, good. Um, I don't steal tips anymore. So okay. I repented from that. And, what? Uh, Wait, what drove you to do that? Honestly, it was <laughs> the fact that um, like a lot of the waiters and waitresses were not nice people. And they didn't treat the bus people very fairly. And so <laughs> there were just people that the bus staff, the busing staff didn't like. So, so you like stole the tips from people you yeah, didn't so like? Yeah, so like, yes, okay. yes. And yeah, it's fair. A ton of <laughs> gossip and a ton of drama. <laughs> goes on at these places. Yeah, it's so fair. Yeah, like one I mean, set one second you're sipping on red Fanta, the next you're going to clean a table that's got <laughs> you know, and I'm sixteen, right? And this is back in America Where when are you gas sipping was, on this red I Fanta. Yeah. In the back? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I went through like probably fifteen sodas a day, didn't care. Uh had acne and everything. It was great. It was a good time to be alive. <laughs> Gas were, was like a dollar nine a gallon, so like you man, were like paper thin, so like yeah. them sodas weren't showing up on your body. No, no, no anywhere. No. Yeah, and oh. so yeah, you know that you see a tip that's like twenty bucks with some tens, fives, and ones. You you take, you take about, a little, you take about ten or like twelve. Not too much. Yeah, and then you watch the waiter, and they'll come over. They're like, oh, only eight bucks. I'm like, oh. and they just screwed you, dude. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Oh and so, oh. looking back, obviously, I have some regret about that. Oh, but gosh. I'm sure they're doing fine. I'm doing fine now. I don't steal What'd anymore. What'd you spend so. that money on? Oh, like, well, yeah, like playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> playing golf. I know better than that. I know exactly what you spent your money uh, on, yeah. and it was not baseball playing golf. Course. That's what it was. Baseball okay, so that's job. What other jobs did you get? Yeah, that lasted like four months. This was BC days. Yeah, yeah. BC. BC really, you guys. He didn't yeah. steal anymore. He uh, then it went. You know, uh, I had a buddy get a job at a golf course, and he told me that he was like the cart attendant, like would take the bags, you know, clean them, take them for old rich people. And then clean the carts off, and you got to play free golf. And I was like, "Oh, sign me up!" Oh yeah. <laughs> and so worked at like a high end golf course, like you know, cleaning people's clubs. Oh, can I get that, Mister Rogers? Oh, here you go, sport. He'd hand you like a twenty dollar bill every time. It was fantastic. You didn't have to steal them. Nope, didn't have to steal them. <laughs> earned them. Uh, that job lasted about four months. Got fired because you know, like the you're washing the carts off in this like they call it the barn. And, you know, it's wet everywhere, and you have these golf carts, and it's like a racetrack. You were oh, not. So, oh, yeah. So me were... and a couple of buddies, I, I worked with really good friends. And Clearly. we would just race these things in circles. Well, one time, mine went sideways, oh. and I, dude, that thing came up. Not only did it roll over and stuff, but it crashed into, like, two others and broke those. No. And so they had to cut ties with me. As good of an employee as I was, they had to cut ties. Oh, wow. Went to the next golf course. Uh, that one lasted a good four months. Uh, that one. This is bad. Uh, you know, I was just, someone asked me to play I golf. He's wow. a rhythm now. He's like remembering all the yeah, things. Yeah, all coming to She can tell right you now. about my memory. I, it's awful, but I do remember things very vividly that I do remember. Uh, <laughs> somebody asked me to go play golf while I was on shift, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. It's slow. I came back, we finished the full 18, and my manager was standing right there at the end waiting for me, and he just said, you're fired. Yeah, I played the full 18, didn't take my phone, (laughs) so I didn't know, he'd been... He'd been this me. is tough. <laughs> I, I remember the things that I remember. Yeah. And what's sad is that Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I know Finn and Jet with their first They're so much jobs. better than me. No. And they have you. Oh. We have you, which is, we're just very thankful I did get that. fired once. So All right, there was that. My first job, I was a music teacher at my mom's store. I started working when I was 12. Oh. 12. This is like child labor Flex. laws scoreboard no child child labor laws we should definitely turn my mom paid? in yeah oh yeah she paid me but okay. like i'm sure she paid very well this was so against the rules so like started working in her store her music store at age 12 and i was teaching like 70 year olds how to play the violin so like it was that's pretty cool, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was fine yeah. it was fine i don't know how much i got paid but yeah it was cool um so then let's see in college, I worked at a tanning salon. That was probably my worst <laughs> job. Oh, I've got some stories from the Ugh. tanning salon. It Gross. was disgusting. It was bad. It was the worst job I think I've ever had. Fun because again, like I worked with all, like a lot of my friends, but bad in terms of like people are disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. And it Repulsive. was just vile. Like it was vile. Yeah, clean up sweat is nasty. So, did that, and then, obviously, oh yeah, and you gotta go clean the sweat off the beds, and then people, we'd use the bathroom in the trash cans, because they don't want to put their clothes on, they don't want to stop their time, put their clothes on to go to the bathroom, it's just easier to go pee in the trash can. It is easier to do that, I I mean, they're not wrong, but it's gross. So, we would always, like, flag their accounts of, like, this lady peed in the trash can, so when we went, when they came back in... We would have to be like, 
hey, uh, our restroom is located at the back of the salon, If just in case if you were wondering. And so then you could hey, just Kathy, see it. Hey, Kathy, no more going in the bucket. Yeah, girlfriend. Karen. Especially come on, girl. Karen. Come on. Karen, yeah, put your clothes. Yeah. yeah, come on. That's such a male thing to do. <laughs> well, and like, they're, it was so dumb because like you could push pause on your time. It's not like you're losing any time. It was just they were oh, lazy. Oh, that does make it way worse. Like, just throw your shirt on and your shorts. Like you and, wanted- or go to the bathroom before you go in there. Oh, that's true. Come Commit. on. Commit. Come on. You can so, do this for real. Yeah. Or what? <laughs> amateur in. hour. <laughs> I worked. I pretty much worked um, there all throughout college, and then I was a fitness instructor. And then in grad school, I was just full time grad grad assistant, and uh, that's when I got fired. <laughs> so first year, oh, yeah, okay. first year of grad school. Oh, long story short, there, you know, I wasn't perfect. I had an attitude. I don't believe that. Way to flip the story. <laughs> I, I will say I had an attitude. There was a lot of things that I was, I was, that was asked of me that I just didn't want to do. <laughs> and so this one thing just kind of crossed the line for me. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not in my job description. And was it so, the jingle jog down Jackson Street with Jody? No. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna go into that. That's a lot of it was because I just I wouldn't go float the river. That's right. On yeah. this trip, on this like uh like conference trip, and so I was like, no, like I have a family obligation. I'm I've got to go do that, and yeah. didn't like that. And so she gave me the ultimatum. You can. Yeah, she's like, hey, if you walk out of here, you're done. I was like, okay, and I just walked out. Oh. So I was done. Beast mode. But then they created a graduate assistantship for me, which that didn't go over well either. Yeah, talk about stepping on somebody's toes. Like yeah. the person you fire, they're like, eh, actually, actually, we need she's her. She's kind of valuable. We need her. We We're going to create a spot for her, and you're going to have to see her every day still. <laughs> which the grad assistant job was even better than what I was doing. Because 100%. I was literally helping everybody out. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I was in every department. It didn't even. She was airware. I was. And then I just had to go up there and punch some numbers in the computer and that was it and i will say like all these jobs that she has said like she was doing all three at the same time you know because we were married and still in undergrad yeah and so she was doing three jobs i was doing three jobs just scraping by (laughs) yeah and i taught little kids how to play piano and guitar so that was like my fourth job i think i did like a couple of those a day Okay, we were busy people, yeah. and honestly, we had more money back then oh, than we do right now. It. Like preach I don't know it. what happens. Our mortgage was four hundred and eighty dollars on a house that we bought. Wow, four hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, two nice. bedroom, one bath, but it was Not the best like little house. Yeah, gum electric bill yeah. now. It was no, the best no. little house. So you saw it. R.I.P. Vampire. Well, now I'm a little I embarrassed. I do Why? not have a job in high school. Shouldn't it's be okay. Embarrassed. Well, here's the thing. All good. I, Different generation, your job was you know. Competitive cheer. No, yes. Like I, I asked my mom if I could have a job, and she's like, first she said no. Yeah. Like, no, you have to focus on school and competitive cheer, year-round sport. So, looking back, there's no way I could have done it. I would no. say that was more common even where I was from. Oh, really? I think we've talked about that, but like, I would say eighty percent of the people in high school didn't work. Yeah. Because they were all focused on. Yeah. And I would say it was also just a different time period because, like, my cousins that are the same age as you, 
Like they didn't work during, I had a in lot high of school that either. Didn't have jobs. Yeah. yeah. So it just depended. A lot of just anyone depends. who did club yeah. sports. I mean, you just can't. No. I competed every weekend. I had practice every night, and then if I didn't have practice, I had to be in the gym working on skills. So I was in the gym like forty hours. A that week. was yeah. So like my si- my other siblings didn't work. Oh. I don't know what I did to make Randall mad, <laughs> <laughs> but he said go get a job. <laughs> okay, so moving on from getting yeah. fired. Yes. What would you say, Reed, mm-hmm. as you know, someone who's climbing up? Would you say there is a perfect age, or is there a correct age that you're supposed to have a job? Because I feel like a lot of people go to college and they think, oh, by this age, I'll have that, and then most likely they'll be that age, and they're not where they're at. Yeah. But just by society standards, they think that they're supposed to be there. Yeah. So what? Like, what do you think? About no, I. Th- those are all good questions. I would just say do whatever makes you happy. Um, I think one of the worst things we do is put label on people like, "Hey, like you have to go to college." No, True. no, you really don't. You know, like her cousin is what is he? He's going to like trade school, Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like bring more of that back. You know, we need more because that. that's needed. Like, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. And so, like, we're not ever going to pressure our kids that we have, they have to go to college. You know, I think, at least for our age, I'm not sure how it was for you. It was like, what are you doing now? Oh, you're going to college. Oh, that's how it was for me. Too. And, like, I didn't Because that was know. the only way that you could make a decent living. You had to have a college degree. That was how it was back then. Yeah. And so, I think times have changed significantly over... I mean, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or... Something of, you know, of that uh, career field. I mean, absolutely, you need a degree. Yeah. But if you're just like, you can make more money working you from home. You can make money anywhere Doing now. like <laughs> data or um, content marketing. Like, there's so yeah. many things that you can do now that you don't have to have a college degree for. Well, His dad doesn't disagree. have a college degree, and he's like a multimillionaire. So, yeah, just... I mean... I kind of disagree, though. Like oh, really? Now, yeah. Like, I feel like now, like, the bachelor's degree is the new high school diploma. Like, in jobs that... If you're going to pursue, like, secondary education and higher education, absolutely. Okay. It's okay. like... Yeah. yeah. It's like I, a bachelor's nothing. Or you have yes. to be so specific on what your, you know, degree is in, like, sales. Yeah. Like, we have a lot of officials that go into, like, sales and stuff, and they go right into making, like... 80, 90 grand plus commission. I'm just like, oh, golly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah, I guess, so it yeah. just depends on yeah, like, what you're true. going into. That's but true. there's plenty of opportunities that that's you true. don't have to and you could be wildly successful. Yeah. So. I feel like there's a lot more pressure probably like <laughs> yeah. on y'all's age group. Like, you know, just because it just seemed to be a pretty natural uh, progression and transition like for us. Like, okay, we've graduated our master's. Let's go move away and start our life and then, you know, move back and start a family. I feel like that there's just a lot more pressure of like, oh, you can't, you know, you're already 28, 29. You can't go back to school Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can. Yeah. You know. um, Okay. Well, do you think there's like a certain age that you should have? What your X life amount figured of out, whatever you should buy a house at X amount of age, or honestly, or, like you want me to put a number on it? No, because honestly, I, I, I personally don't really have an like well, do you, a number popping into my head. A, do you think there is a number <laughs> for me? The answer is no, okay. But like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what's pretty realistic? 
And I'm like, ah, you know what? You're 30. Like, you're 30. Let's have, <laughs> let's have something somewhat steady and, and or like, what is the, what does the family life look like? You know, like, are you getting anywhere near that? My honest answer though is like, I don't care. Be happy, you know, be happy. So whether that means you're single and, you know, your mid thirties, you're climbing the corporate ladder to be CEO and then start a family or not a family at all. Do you? Yeah. It don't affect me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think there's a lot of pressure behind that, especially in your twenties. You feel like you have to get it all figured out. And I fell into the trap of that after I graduated college. And I thought, like, I thought it was going to be easy, right? Like I thought, Oh, now I have a degree. I have Surely, two. I have yeah. two degrees. Surely I'll be good. It's yeah. going to be so easy to find a job. And after college, it took me a full year of discouragement and going on interview after interview yeah. after interview and getting turned down because I was overqualified for like some of the positions that I was applying for and just being told no over and over again. And then I'm like. I have spent all this money to get a degree right. and spent all this time like studying for all of this and like now I can't find a job. Like what the heck am I going to do? So it yeah, it took me 11 months to actually land a career and I think that's the most like I don't know. There there's a lot behind that that I could say but if I was just going back to speak to that person like the 21-year-old, 22-year-old, I would say like it's okay. I would say make all the mistakes. Make all the mistakes. And this is like the prime time of your life that you could honestly do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be. And still recover even if it all goes south. Yeah. (laughs) It it doesn't even have to be what you got your degree in. Honestly, you could. Reach to that. You could find something that you truly love. And it's okay that you didn't spend four years of your college experience learning it. So, um, So anyway, all that to say, I think... There's no number to it. Like, you can... Yeah. And we can get into the spiritual aspect, and that's the question that I would have for you, not to put you on the spot. But... Well, before we get to that, I want oh, to add okay. to what y'all are saying. Yeah. I feel like I just came out of the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. graduated college a year ago, spent this whole year being like, what the heck am I <laughs> doing? Yeah. What... And Okay, so I'll add, that's when I did have all the jobs. Like, I've had a ton of jobs this year. And right. now I'm going back to school in something that... I did not get my degree in, mm-hmm. and you think when you start college at 18, oh, surely by 22, by yeah. 20, whatever, no. I'm going to do that, and then you have this very, from, from pressure or from yourself or whoever, mm-hmm. there's just some, yeah. I don't know who plants it in your head that you're like, oh, by this time, and I do think social media now might oh, have gosh. an extra component yeah, or I don't know how y'all do it now with social media. You can be goodness. an influencer by 19 and make $2 million. So I think there's mm-hmm. also an unrealistic expectation on money because now you can make a lot of money mm-hmm. at any age. But like I'll second that now of, yeah, I also graduated college and didn't have school for a year. Mm-hmm. Or I was like, I actually don't know what I want to do. No. And that's okay. And I had the time to figure that out. And yeah. Do that, and so I just want to agree to that as yeah. someone yeah. who is on the other end of that. Of yeah, yeah you still have six true. years or something left in your twenties. Make all the mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to do six years worth of mistakes, but 
No. Well, it's a progression of mistakes. Yeah. It's risk. Calculated risks. Calculated yeah. risk. Risk reward. Yeah. Well, I'll skip the question that I was going to ask. I'll Fine. return to it. No, no, it's okay because I think that kind of goes right into the next point that I was going to make was because um, I think like to speaking on that, like I've had to go back several times. Like I would call it kind of like a midlife crisis, if you will. <laughs> I'm still in it, y'all. I'm still in it. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'd have to go back and I don't know what podcast I was listening to or, or could it, honestly, it could have been God putting something in my head, like talking to me. Um, But I was like, dude, why am I, you know, why am I stuck? I, I just feel like I'm stuck. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm almost nine years in campus recreation. I, I just feel like I'm, I'm just kind of staying in this lane. And um, over time, I mean, when you're in a career for a long period of time, you'll find yourself there. That's normal. Um, but I keep having to ask myself, like, okay, what is it that I truly love to do? And so I I don't know if it was God or a podcast, whatever, but something I heard was, what are the gifts that God has given you and start there? Yeah. So like, oh, I've heard so that too. yeah, that yeah. could be like, so God's given me the ability to sing. How am I going to use that? How am I going to use that musical um, talent that he's given me? Um, because I love to do that. Right. Or he has given me the ability to play sports. All right. I'm going to go join a pickleball league. All right. Cool. Um, the PLA pickleball lunch association. That's right. I play, we play every day at lunch almost. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else I'm creative. So God's given me the ability to like redo houses and paint walls and redo bathrooms. And so, um, not to say that all of those things need to be a career, but that's also a breath of fresh air to something that you know, I, it's not my career path, but it's also fun to me. So what do y'all think? Like, is there, what crosses that line between a hobby and a career or a job? And should you mix the two? So should your hobby be something that you're paid for? Or could it turn into like a monotonous task? Like it'll be become something that you don't love anymore. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I would say, I think you need a career, obviously. You need something steady. That's the career. Ideally, it's something you love or you're passionate about. But then I'm also a big proponent of a side hustle, you know, which can be like the hobby, right? That should also be somewhat or have the ability to generate uh, another uh, stream of income, if you so choose. Um, And then third, we all want to have that creative outlet that we have that no matter what, I don't care that this doesn't make me money. I do this because it, whatever, fills my cup, gives me energy. So I believe those three things. And I mean, obviously for me, that's just what's worked. Like I do enjoy my job. I love my job. It's not what I'm most passionate about. I'm most passionate about officiating, which is that side hustle, which now is starting to, you know, actually (laughs) generate some of that revenue. And then creative outlet, well, I really don't have any besides sports. I'm good at sports. Right. And so I play I those. Else yeah. Well, she knows, you know. Yeah. I can, yeah. But I can relate because just because it's a hobby doesn't mean that you have to make money at 100%. it. Because I think. That's what I'm saying. I think there's different personalities out there, too, that like, for me, say if I was a photographer, okay, I love to just go yeah. out on my own and like take photos of things. 
Um, but the minute I like fill my schedule and now I'm like doing it for a whole bunch of clients and I'm, you know, going from wedding to wedding or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, oh gosh, I'm have to go do this again. I'm, I'm having to like take up another weekend to go shoot this. Like that's where it becomes like not even fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I'm like, leave your hobby. It's your hobbies. Like if you love it, you don't have to make money at it. It's definitely okay. So yeah. anyway, I was going to tell you, you, right. You took my thought. Of, yeah. I think it's a slippery slope because at the end of the day, the definition of work is like you get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you get paid to do something, most likely it's because like you don't necessarily want to do it. You know, like you need like that's incentive to go to work is to get money. So I think there's that two aspect of it. And so I, to touch on what you said, like, mm-hmm. even though all of us love our job and we're super passionate about it, there are days we don't like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I think that's the two sides, the realistic side of that's reiterating. It is work because mm-hmm. I could love photography all day long and do it as a job. But the day I don't want to go, the thing that gets me out of bed is like, Oh, it's because I'm getting paid to do it. And yeah. so I think on yeah. the spiritual side of that, no matter what you're passionate about, it will always fall short. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, the only thing that will fulfill us is the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because it could be the best job ever, and you love it, and you're like, wow, I've worked for this my whole life, and there yeah. will still be a day that you hate that job. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's where that slippery slope is. So I don't yeah. think, you could, if you wanted to do that hobby <laughs> and turn it into a job, but at some point you will hate it. Yeah. And there's nothing like, oh, no, I would never hate it. No, you will. Mm-hmm. Because it falls short every single time. Yeah. And then that goes to the other side of should you mix it. At the end of the day, you don't have it. Like, <coughs> yes, we should love our jobs, but it's work, like I said, and you're getting yeah. paid to do it, so you don't necessarily have to love it, and then you could have your hobby that you love. Yeah, because the incentive 100%. for me to go to work, obviously I love it, but the days that it gets me out of bed, oh, it's because yeah. I'm getting paid to do it. 100%. And so I think even having that realization of, wow, I can even hate the thing that I worked so hard for mm-hmm. just proves that oh. it's something that will never fulfill you and you think it will. Yeah. And I think it's almost a shock to yourself the day that you wake up and you don't want to go to work. Yeah. Especially when you love your job. You're like, whoa, is did I pick the wrong thing? Did yeah. I Do I not like this anymore? It's like, no, because it's work. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. it sucks sometimes. And so yeah. I think that's where I kind of fall. So I don't know if that's an answer necessarily well and honestly it might not manifest as hate like you hate the hobby now yeah yeah, it could be like oh i don't feel like doing that yeah or oh i'm gonna have to do that again oh i really don't want to do that today so i think it probably it could be yeah yeah. that it doesn't you don't like run to it you're not like go like oh "Oh, man i i really want to do that today Mm -hmm. like you know so um last question because we're kind of running low on time but Do you think that um, there's one calling? Like there's one thing that God has set you on a path for? This is a good question. I know. Do you think that there's one thing or what what in your experience, like for your job, your career, your, your officiating career, Do you think that God has called you to that? And is that the only thing that he's called you to? Yeah. No. I don't think it can be like someone can say it's just one thing. Because I look at myself and like for a long time I was like, man, 
you know, really the thing like that I feel called to the most is officiating, but it's not just like officiating. It's the aspects of officiating, right? Like, um, taking Christ into that field in that area where, you know, it needs it because it is very much still just like a high school football locker room, you know, the talk, the, uh, the words used, all that thing. And so it's like, yeah, like, man, he made me to do this. No, like the, the parts of it are, yeah, that is something that he has blessed me with the opportunity for, but it's more like to be a leader in those areas and to, you know, it's like a ministry, like yeah, you're, go- ministry you're being the light in and, those areas. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, you look at it more than just other officials. If I could tell you just some of the conversations I've had on the field with like 22, 23-year-old like football players That's in cool. the middle of the field, like when they're saying words to each other that you're just like, oh my goodness, that, that's so creative. You shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. That you're just like, man, what, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and so like it just goes so much beyond like, oh, he made me such a good official. No, it's like, it is like the ministry part. And ultimately at the end of the day, it's service, mm-hmm. right? It is service to the coaches, kids, fans, everything like that. Um, all to get cussed at and yelled at and screamed at and do it all again the next weekend. So. Yeah. So I would say no to the just one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like you said, the gifts and stuff <coughs> that he's blessed you with for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I would agree with that. I think, um, I mean, God can bless whatever you do. Obviously, you should be yeah, seeking sure. him for what um, he has for you because I do think he has many different things for you. But mm-hmm. ultimately, you could start a career path and he flip that on its head and say, Hey, you need to move to wherever. And, you know, just being obedient to whatever he, yeah. Yeah. Just being obedient to whatever he calls you for in that season. Cause it could be Coronado Island. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like a Hawaii. Okay. Twist my arm. Sure. Twist my arm. Send me to Hawaii. (laughs) Okay. Um, so, but I think he could bless you with that. I've been in seasons before where I've prayed for something different and ultimately, like, I, I, I'm his child, right? Hopefully, he trusts me with whatever he's going to give me. But also, if I make a decision to go be a photographer, I, this, I don't want to be a photographer. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. But if I wanted to go, uh, you know, be a worship leader or sing or, yeah, like, 100%. do something else, like, I feel like God can bless that. And God can bless whatever... Um, whatever is next. So even if he doesn't say you need to be this, right. You know? So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think especially they know this, but like this year I was discovering those things too. Cause I was at a crossroad where I was like, feel very passionate about fitness, very passionate about medicine, Mm -hmm. also very passionate about kids and ministry. Those are all very different things. Which one am I supposed to, cause I was on one, path and then discovered oh wait i'm good at not in like a flex way but like i'm i'm really good at no, some super of these flex. things hit them no. with the flex yeah <laughs> so like which like which path you are. Down there? yeah and there's pros and cons to all of them and i think there's like a good better best situation and i think that's some people have that issue and mm-hmm. i'm like well i've and those are the hardest decisions to make, those God. I don't like to make. I'm like, can you just drop it and drop it down from the sky? Yeah, I but, need like black and white answer here. Right. And but he I doesn't do give you that. There's like one that, yeah, this one be a lot harder. I'll bless it. 
but you know, probably won't be ideal. You know, like mm-hmm. working seventy-two hour call, probably won't have time to see community or like read can't your Bible. It, yeah. But also, you know, if you went the ministry route, you're not going to make as much money. Mm-hmm. Or if you go this route, you know. And so I think, again, using those gifts. But I also think we try to make our gifts into a practical job too mm-hmm. of like well like god can't bless me in this way so i should just go the practical route and be a lawyer yeah you know and so it's mm-hmm. kind of like oh, a yeah. slap in the face to him like whoa yeah just yeah just because you're good at this thing doesn't mean you have to go True. safe he, or know? just because it doesn't make a, the amount of money right that you right. need and so i doesn't think we try to like dilute yeah. Some of our gifts sure. are like, oh, well, I couldn't possibly do that, so I'm going to just go this way mm-hmm. to be safe. And yeah. he's like, for real? Really? Yeah. Like, I, you don't think I could do that? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think same thing that they were saying of as long as you're glorifying the Lord, serving other people, mm-hmm. it doesn't. He can bless whichever one, and there's no necessarily a wrong answer. And if it is wrong, he will veer you. Like, don't worry. He'll close the door. He'll, he will shut it. So you He'll get you fired. Even, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, don't even worry. But there's this quote I heard like a month ago. I listened to this podcast every morning, and it says, what was it? Um, as long as you're moving, even if it's in the wrong direction, God will push you to the right direction. That's so, so good. good. Yeah, I've, that's I've lived by that for like the past few months. So as long as you are doing something, even if it's wrong, like and if it's in His will, like and oh, if it is no, it's if you're aligned to His will, He will push you in the right direction. Wow. Even if you're walking the wrong direction. Yeah. And mm. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. That's crazy. Just sit there and like, God, what should we do? He's like, do something. And step. I'll, I'll just tell do you. It. I'll yeah. fix like, it if yeah, I need to. Exactly. And I was Take like, a step. that's so true. So yeah. Yeah. Man, that's good. So good. That'll preach. I know. Well, that is all the questions that we have, I think. Do you have any questions for us? No. What a treat. Thank you for being our first guest. How did we do? What a treat. The facilitation, top notch. Oh. Questions. This is great. Vibes are up here. Vibes are up. I will say this this has been the funnest podcast that we've ever done. Just to have you on point like we all literally are best friends i'm not gonna lie like yeah. this we would probably do this anyways yeah. yeah and so let us know if you want read back on the pod holler at me yeah, yeah. and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time bye bye guys see ya